Podcast. This is Match Lava, and you're listening to the Road Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Match Lava, and it is Sunday, and it's the middle of the day. I have been a little bit busy today, a little bit of trying to get things shipped out for tomorrow. I've been able to get a ton of things sold over the past day just through just through making things overnight shipping, which is a crazy, crazy thing that I'll, I'll talk a little bit about. But it's just been a really, really good last couple of days. Things are really selling. I have sold out of a lot of the products that I've been kind of on edge about, to be honest. I'm not really that seasoned at this, right? I'm only two years in. There's a lot of people that have been doing this for eight to 10 years, but I've learned a lot. And one of the things that I've learned through selling on eBay and through sourcing when I'm sourcing various products that I'm not sure maybe I never sold before is I go with my gut and if my gut says this is going to sell really really well sometimes I push everything out of my mind that says you need to stop you need to stop because that thing in our mind is a lot of times just fear and for me fear-based anything is never a, a rational way to think or make decisions and so I've made what I'm saying is I made a lot of mistakes based off of fear whether it's I should do this or I shouldn't do this fear-based decision making is oftentimes what makes uh, makes us make mistakes because it holds us back from thinking clearly and I've noticed that from time to time that when my gut is pulling me some way that's actually what I've learned that's everything that I know that's everything that I've been able to acquire knowledge wise and all the experiences that I've pulled together and that really helps me kind of that really helps me make better decisions, right? Any, any experience, any knowledge you have makes you make a, a more educated decision. But when I feel like, oh, I, I shouldn't make this, I don't know about this, and, and I feel on the edge, that's a lot of times fear. And that is something that you kind of get caught up in the minutia of because you're thinking, well, is this something that is actually what I'm thinking or is this something that I'm afraid of? Is this basically, am I, am I feeling this way because I am really I'm educated on this and I just don't think it's a good idea or am I feeling this way because I've never ventured down this path before and it's a new opportunity or it's a new decision that I've never had to make and it's scary and I think a lot of times it's a mixture of both but for me lately it's been scary it's just been I don't know I've never made this decision I've never I never went several thousands of dollars deep on a product before and and really held it until Christmas time and now now, I mean, it's paid off tremendously, but it's just one of those things where I've never done that before. And so each of these experiences really helps and, and you just, you learn over time what decisions you, you made that were good, what decisions you made that were bad. And you learn as time goes on that some of the decisions you initially thought were bad actually turn out to be very good. Some of the items that I've sourced from the thrift store that I thought that was just a terrible, stupid waste of money. And a year and a half later, it sells for a hundred bucks and I bought it for seven. I mean, those sorts of things are what what you initially think, wow, that's taking up a lot of space. It was a stupid investment. And then when it sells for a hundred bucks, you're kind of pumped and you're like, wow, that was a great idea. I, I can't believe that I bought that. Uh, take the coffee mugs that I sold a couple weeks back, for example. Those were a, a set of eight metal coffee mugs. Somebody ended up paying like $115 for them. I think I bought them for two bucks. So initially I'd always thought that was such a stupid investment because I mean, two bucks, that's, that's fine, but they take up a decent amount of space and they're just one of those things that you've seen every time. I've seen it every time that I've walked into my inventory room and, and seen all this stuff. And I'm just like, Ugh, those are still here. One of the first things I bought, what a stupid thing to buy. And then it sells for a hundred bucks. And I'm like, well, hey, maybe I wasn't so dumb after all. So 
it's just you learn a lot through this and and i'm super grateful to have been able to do this for for almost two years now and really really happy to be able to learn as much as i have so I did want to do a quick catch up on just what's been going on eBay wise because I've had some really crazy things happen. So first off, I sold a PlayStation and somebody decided to claim on eBay that the PlayStation had not arrived. They said a box arrived with bubble wrap and craft paper in it and nothing else. So naturally, I figured they were lying because they they didn't ship anything with bubble wrap or craft paper. So one of two things happened. Somebody opened the box and put bubble wrap and craft paper in and took the PlayStation out. It seems a little unlikely. It seems more likely they would just take the PlayStation out and then reseal up the box. Or number two, the person was just BSing eBay. And so I figured it was possibly number two. I ended up calling FedEx and I, I called eBay and they said, call FedEx and see what happened. I called FedEx. They said, we weighed the package every time that we got it at a new shipping center. And when the person had it, they, they ended up signing for it, meaning that they had felt the package. If there was a PlayStation and they would have, they would have felt that there was something in it. If the box was empty, they probably wouldn't have signed for the package. So I called eBay back on Friday and that's what they told me to do. They said, call FedEx and then call us back in a couple days and we will decide we'll be able to help you out. So Bear in mind that this was a case that was supposed to be decided on the 21st of uh, December, so tomorrow. And eBay said, call us back in a couple days, which ended up being Friday. So this was filed, I think, last Wednesday or Tuesday. And then Friday, they said, call us back. So I called them back on Friday. And the case is supposed to be decided on the 21st. So I called them back Friday and explained everything. I said, hey, here's exactly what happened. FedEx was having issues on their end or FedEx told me there were no issues on their end, sorry. And they said that there was the package of weight, what it was supposed to weigh. They said that the, the if they had detected that there wasn't the proper weight in there, they would have shipped it back to me. And they didn't do that. And the person signed for the package. Typically, when a person signs for a package, they're given the package to hold. And you take the package, somebody hands it to you, and then you set it down, and then you sign for it. And they did not do that. So they had every opportunity to reject the package if it was empty. This is an 18-pound item. You're going to tell me that the person picked up the package and thought that there was 18 pounds of something in there when it, they claim it was empty? And they didn't have a response for that. They basically said, well, sounds like you're right. And so they ended up telling me that I was in the good, I was in the clear, and they were going to cancel the case that the buyer had filed against me and give me my payout. So super pumped about that. I am still waiting on the email for them for that. They said it would take up to 48 hours. So I'm a little bit edgy about that, but we're still holding out hope that they end up doing something. And when I looked at the case, it said awaiting eBay uh, call center decision or something like that. It was something bizarre that I hadn't seen before for the status of the case. And so I am going to go back and check that today just to double check that everything's good with that. If not, I will call them back. But I also had to place a call with them today. And this is something that is a, in my opinion, a major, major fault with eBay right now because I did not know this was possible. But last night around 1130, I got an email from eBay and it said, your payouts have been placed on hold. There will be a 72, 72 to five day, 72 hour to five day review based on your account. Please contact us if you have any questions. There should be no issues with your account. And if your account is found to be in good standings, you will get your payout, I don't know, whenever it's done. So that kind of freaked me out. The reason being, I sold a lot this past week. And when I say a lot, I mean like this has probably been my best week ever. Yesterday was my by far best day ever. It just, hands down, no, no question. Sales day, just crazy amount of sales. And a lot of high price sales. So eBay 
eBay is holding a lot of money in line right now, and I was supposed to get that paid on Monday. So I started to go on Google. I was looking around on some of the eBay forums, and I found a couple people that said, hey, eBay, the same thing has happened to me, and, and really no, no information as to why. And so I, I found somebody on one of the eBay community forums, I think in the UK, that said once you exceed $7,500 to $10,000 of sales, eBay will put your account on hold to verify that you're not doing anything sketchy like money laundering or anything like that, which is a little bit scary if you are a private business owner like myself and like most of us here. Think about it. If you have your best day ever on eBay, they're going to place your funds on hold. How How is that helpful to anybody other than them, right? Because what they're going to do is they're going to look through all those transactions and make sure everything's okay. Fine. Fine. That's great. Let's make sure all the buyers are perfectly fine, perfectly check out. Fine. I'm okay with that check that out before Monday. And I get it. They don't have that many people, but I mean, you're holding money for these people that like, like myself that could in some circumstances need it. Now, I'm fortunate enough that I have a full-time job outside of eBay that I don't need the money to, to survive. But if this is your full-time job and eBay puts $10,000 of your money on hold, what are you going to do? And I don't think, I think that's a major oversight because if you're stuck, if you have plans of investing that money on Monday or Tuesday and they don't pay you out until Thursday, that's an issue. Now you're putting things on credit cards or now you don't have the funds you need. Or now think about it. What if you had to pay your bills and now you don't have that? It's, it's in my opinion, a complete mess. And I get it. They need to check and make sure that they, they are taking proper precautions and things like that. But to me, just out of the blue, emailing somebody saying, hey, here is the situation. Your account has been placed on hold, which is scary in itself because I didn't know if something that I had done through listing a certain amount of items or listing different types of items or what had triggered something in their automated programs to think that maybe I was doing something sketch, which I don't do. So if if that's the case and they shut down my account, well, what happens to my payouts? And, and what happens to my account? I need that account. That's that's my eBay account. I mean, okay, fine. We all have, we can all get a stealth account. It's not that hard to make an account and all that kind of stuff. But the end of the day i mean what are you going to do and and that's kind of left up in the air because they didn't provide me any information i called them and they basically said well how many sales did you make this past week and i said i don't know probably 30 or 40 and they said okay fine and were they were they higher prices I said yeah yeah i ended up selling a, a lot more than i usually do but I, i'd sell a lot on ebay and they said well typically when we have people that sell a lot on ebay we we don't really do this but when it's an account that doesn't sell nearly as much and then it has a spike in sales we check it over which to me kind of pissed me off because I do a lot of sales on eBay. I mean, I'm passing, I'm going to pass a thousand transactions this year. All right. A thousand transactions on eBay alone this year, which is to me a significant amount. I mean, most people, you ask your average person, they're not selling a thousand things on eBay. Just go ask somebody. They probably don't sell anything on eBay, but a thousand transactions, you would think that that person would have a little bit of a credibility of being somebody who sells a decent amount on there. And he said, yeah, yeah, I understand. But you had such a, a large spike in the amount that you made that it, it was something that triggered our algorithm. Well, okay, fine. But it still doesn't help the, the business person who who needs that money to pay their bills, to pay their employees, to pay whatever they need to pay for. If you just lock that up, it sounds to me kind of like Amazon where they hold your money and they don't let you have it. And that's not what I want to be involved with. And so there really isn't anything that they can do. That was the other thing. The guy said, well, just call us back in 72 hours if you don't get any information from eBay and you don't get paid. Well, great. So now I'm stuck in this limbo for three days. And and I am not somebody who's out here complaining about it as much as I am thinking, 
what about all these other people? What about everybody else that does this? What about the people that actually need this? And I think that it is a problem. And so I'm not really sure what I'm going to do. I think that there's something that should be done about it. I don't really know how to do it. I may contact eBay again and see what's going on. But at the end of the day, just keep that in mind because I don't think that a lot of people know this. I don't think that anybody knows. I mean, if you make $7,500 in sales, you have a very, very high chance of getting your account placed on hold for your payouts. And if you have that sort of thing happening, it may be good to plan ahead and say, hey, uh, Monday comes around. And, and if you're a bigger seller, say, hey, I don't know if my my payouts are going to be there because eBay may audit me. So it's just it's just good to keep in mind because nobody that's not anywhere that I've seen and nobody's ever said anything about that. So to me, it's an oversight on their part. I think that if you are a big seller and you know what you're doing and, and you're making a lot of money, keep that in mind. I, you may You may not be having anything to worry about. They may just count your account as deemed, I don't know, uh, a high a high rated seller or something. But for me, you know, I'm a top rated seller. I have all those sort of metrics. So I'm not really sure why they would have held my payments. So either way, I will keep you guys updated on this because it is an important thing. And I think that it's super helpful to know this kind of stuff. I mean, I'd never heard this before. So it is something new that eBay's rolled out with managed payments. So hopefully that can help you guys out. But for now, I am pretty stoked on everything else because I've been able to sell a decent bit and I am going to be hanging out with uh, some some family members and stuff today, so it will be really nice, but just keep that in mind, <laughs> um, and I'll keep you guys updated on what's going on with my eBay account. Hopefully, you can learn something from that, and we can kind of figure this out together, but for now, with that being said, I'm going to go, so you guys have a good rest of your Sunday, and I will talk to you tomorrow with another podcast. Have a good one. Peace.